All right. Welcome to the Sedated Man. I want to thank you for being here. If this is your first time, thanks for checking us out. If you're a regular listener, thanks for returning. I'd like to ask that after the podcast, you take a minute and leave a review on whatever platform you're on. And lastly, we keep all of our show notes on patreon.com. You can uh, donate to the podcast and help support us, but you can find all of the show notes, all of the information for this podcast and all of the others there. You can always reach me at mike at the sedatedman.com if you have any specific questions on any of that as well. We are recording live on Facebook, Instagram, and Periscope, which is essentially Twitter. Uh, while we record this podcast, we'll then uh, drop the the uh, video onto our YouTube channel, which is also The Sedated Man. So welcome to episode 45 of The Sedated Man, Masculinity meltdowns and an introduction to the titan so <clears throat> i don't know about you guys but if you're like me at all when something really weighs on your heart you feel the need to get it out but when you try to put it on paper uh, no matter how good you are at writing sometimes it's just hard to get it all there so i have been uh, mentoring and counseling uh, men married men single men for many, many years. And my question has always been, who counsels the counselor? Now, what do I mean by that? Well, when I have struggles or problems, who do I talk to? Who do I, who can I go to? Well, you know, I've always pushed very hard that there needs to be a brother or brothers that you can go and talk to. But we as men, we don't like to do that. You know, we're tough. We can handle it. We got it. Well, we don't always got it. We don't always have it. And and sometimes we do need to be completely transparent on what's going on. Today, I'm going to be transparent with you on some of the struggles I've had. But I want to tie it back to the fact that it's not just my struggle. I imagine it's the struggle of thousands of men who, who are listening to this podcast. Thousands of men who have come before and will come after. Uh, I know because, I mean, a high percentage of the men I've worked with have had very similar struggles. So when I do this podcast, I do it because I care, because I want to see a change. I mean, it's my legacy. This is what I want to leave for my kids, my sons. I have five sons. For my sons, my grandkids, my great-grandkids, my great-great-grandkids, I want them to know exactly where we were at as a family, where I was at as a Christian male, what masculinity really looked like, what courage looked like. But in order to do that, I've got to let you know what's going on with me. So about a week ago, I had a complete meltdown. Now, not a crying, sobbing meltdown. When I, I'll give you a little background. Some of you know, some of you don't. When I was younger, I did not have a good relationship with my father. He was alcoholic and abusive. Uh, he was sometimes physically abusive. Most of the time, it was verbal and emotional abuse. Uh, I was told quite often that I was stupid. The way the conversation would go is my dad would look at either my schoolwork or my grades or whatever it was I happened to be doing, and he would say, are you stupid? Do you need to go to reform school? Now, some of you who are younger don't know what reform school is. Look it up. Some of you who are my age or around my age or older know exactly what I'm talking about, but that was the consistent browbeating that I got, and so continue on when I left the house I was convinced I was the stupidest most ignorant person on the planet 
And it took a long, long time to figure out that I actually had half a brain. Now, here I am, 48 years old. I still struggle with that. Not because I don't know I can do things, but because it's always there in the back of my mind. That programming with your kids is vital. Okay? Vital. And you've got to understand that even at the age of 48, no matter how ridiculous you think it is that something from your childhood would still still permeate what it is you do, it does. So my meltdown. I have huge struggles with balance. I used to think it was just, just, just a time management thing. It's not a time management thing. It's a balance thing. Uh, I have, if I... If I have things I need to do at the house or if I have work I need to work on, I feel bad if I take five minutes to sit down and do nothing or to sit down and watch Netflix or to do something, you know, something besides work. And so I will tend to overwork. But then there are other things that don't get done. And so when I go to do those, I feel bad because now I'm not getting the work done I need to get done. If I do, you know, the work, then my family's not getting the, the time my family deserves. And I've always given my family the time they deserve. I don't want to make it sound like I don't. But it's for me, it's tough. I can't do five minutes effectively. I can't do five minutes here and five minutes there because I need momentum. I need a block. And my time is so convoluted right now that getting a block of time to get one thing done feels, notice I didn't say is, feels impossible. And it affects my attitude. Recently, I sent an email out to my closest friends, eight of my closest friends, people I trust implicitly. And I asked them in no uncertain terms to email me, because to be quite honest, I didn't think I could have the conversation in person, to email me exactly what they thought of me. Now, there were a lot of very kind words used, a lot of very kind words. However, the one that came across from all of them was, you've become negative. Now, was it tough to read? Yeah, it was tough to read, but it was no shock. I mean, come on, guys. We know. We argue against it. We fight against it. We push against it, but we know. I knew that negativity had become a problem. I wasn't trying to make excuses for it, and I'm not trying to make excuses now, but I, I had become so frustrated, I didn't know what else to do about it. So back to my meltdown. So last week, I'm sitting at the kitchen table at my computer, and I'm trying to get some things done that I've been trying to get to for a while. Now, I'm on call as well, which means that if uh, I'm a service plumber by trade, and when you're on call, if somebody has an emergency, they call, you got to go. So here I am. I finally have some quiet time. Uh, the phone has rang a few times, and I'm having to deal with people on the phone, and so it keeps interrupting what I'm trying to get done. So to help my wife out because she uh, she had hurt her back, I took the laundry out of the out of the uh, the dryer, and I hung up all the socks. Now we have a bar across the back, just above our washer and dryer, and we have a lot of wool socks. Now why do we have a lot of wool socks? Because I live in friggin' Montana, man, and it's cold. Okay, so you don't stick those things in the dryer, or they end up being big enough for a twelve-year-old boy to wear. So you hang them up. You let them air dry. <clears throat> so I hung them up on the bar that was behind, just above the washer and dryer. So I did that. I sat down. Everything was good. About 30 seconds later, I hear a crash. I turn around, 
and the bar has fallen with all the socks on it behind the washer and dryer. Okay, so that was the first trigger. So then I go to get him out. My wife's like, my wife tells me, don't worry about it. Let our son get him. I'm like, no, I need, I'll take care of it. I'm trying to help out. I pull the dryer out and there's a bunch of crap back there, obviously. And I get back there to pick this bar up and I notice that one of the hoses is leaking. Didn't know it was leaking, but it's leaking. So now I got to fight with that. I happen to have my plumbing van here. So I went out to the van. I got what was an older hose because I had, I have hoses on there. I use for different things. Put it on there. That one didn't work. Back out to the van. Long story short, this absorbed probably an hour of my time by the time it was all said and done. And I was absolutely furious. I was so mad. I can't even begin to tell you. I wasn't mad about the dryer. I wasn't mad. And I'm going through all the things in my head that I know I should be thankful for. Had the socks not fallen, I wouldn't have known it was leaking back there. I wouldn't have known there was an issue. It would have ruined the floor. All those things are going through my head, but it doesn't make any difference because this has completely jacked up my day. This has completely jacked up everything I've been trying to accomplish. And so my wife said something to me. I don't even really remember what she said. And I finally just completely melted down. She got all of my frustrations right there and then. Now my wife and I have an understanding and she knows that when I get to that point, she knows I'm not yelling at her. And I'll even say it, I'm not yelling at you. But I was so frustrated. I had paper towels in my hand. I'm not the throw stuff kind of guy, but I tossed that that roll of paper towels and I, I was angry. I was so angry, I was shaking really had nothing to do with what had happened. It was just the peak. I had had, I've had, 2018 was a difficult year for me. There are a lot of things I'm trying to get done. Now, what's the point of this? Meltdowns happen. I've counseled and mentored hundreds of guys, but even I myself still will struggle. Even I myself will still get down. Even the counselor has bad times. Now, what does that have to do with anything? It has everything to do with it. I want to introduce you to the concept of the Titan, which is something I'll probably start talking about a lot more. It's really been on my mind. A Titan, by, by definition, is a person of exceptional importance and reputation. All right. Now, we as Christian men are blessed to live the reputation of Christ in his death, his burial, and his resurrection. Ultimately, we are titans. How do I know we are titans? Because we don't feel like titans. There are times when we as men want to cry. Now, I quit crying as a kid. I can count on one hand how many times I have cried since the age of, oh, I don't know, 18 on one hand. It's not because I have a problem with emotions or I have a problem with people who cry. I don't. It was a it was a defense mechanism against my dad. I quit crying. And to be perfectly honest, I don't think I have wept in over 20 years. I've never well over tw- you know over 23. My wife and I have been married 23 years, been together uh, 24 and. I've I have not wept in the time that we've been together now does that mean I've never been sad no I'm actually jealous of people who can cry 
So it's not because I think it's weakness. It's a mechanism I have not yet been able to eliminate within my own person. But we are titans. We as Christian men, as Christians, are titans of exceptional importance and reputation through Christ. How do I know that? Let me tell you something. Let me talk talk to you about when I touched the titan. I had a restaurant hood vent cleaning business, which is an exhaust cleaning business, like the the exhaust fans over those big stoves in the back of kitchens and in, in uh, restaurants. We clean those, okay? And I was doing well, very well. And I, t- I said I was going to conquer that arena in my state, and I did. Went from number zero to number two within four years in the state. Now, we went to see our best friends in, in Portland, Oregon. And my best friend is uh, quite honestly one of, he's probably the closest guy to me. Uh, probably the only guy I would ever tell everything to. And he is a go-getter. And we often have joked about why we're friends because I am the laid-back guy and he is the go-conquer guy. The competitive nature, the go-conquer-the-world guy. Now, we got together this time and I could tell that my energy was different around him this time. Not that his energy was bad, but my energy was, quite honestly, felt dominant. And not in a suppressing way, but I just, everything I did on that particular trip went right. Everything was gold. Everything I touched, everything I talked about, everything, I mean, it's hard to explain, but I had touched the Titan. That person within me by the whole power of the Holy Spirit that God placed within every male, I had touched it. I had found it. Every guy out there, every one of you guys, has a moment when you've touched the Titan. A moment when you have felt victorious no matter the odds around you. A moment where you felt that you were on. No matter how short the moment or how long the moment, you have touched the Titan. It was just enough. Maybe you live as the Titan now. I don't know. But most men who struggle have only touched the Titan. But if we are the Titan, then our frustration and our meltdowns should not matter. In Luke chapter 12, those of you watching live can see my real Bible. In my hands. Luke chapter 12, in verse 22. And he said to his disciples, For this reason I say to you, do not worry about your life as to what you will eat, nor nor for your body as to what you will put on. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothing. Now if you skip over to verse 29. And do not seek what you will eat and what you will drink, and do not keep worrying. For all these things the nations of the world eagerly seek, but your Father knows that you need these things. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be added to you. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has chosen gladly to give you the kingdom. And down into verse 34, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So life is more than food and clothing, and the body more than clothing. You're to seek his kingdom, and what does seeking his kingdom look like for you? I've asked you before, I'm going to ask you again. As we are titans... And I absolutely believe that you can lay out in Scripture. Scripture does not use the word Titan. I'm using it. 
But I don't think it's that hard to establish that we are titans. If you think that you are anything less than a titan, you are saying that Christ cannot do everything in you. But if we have indeed have the Spirit and we can accomplish all things, then we are titans. Why am I repeating myself? Because it's a concept you need to press into your very soul. How is your prayer life? How is your time in the Word? How is your attitude, both at home and at work? But you, how is your attitude about you? Scripture says if we don't love our brother, we're to go to him and fix things, right? What if we are the brother that we have a problem with? Why will we not give ourselves the time to fix things and the flexibility that we'll give our other brothers in Christ? When in truth, we are the Titans. In 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verse 7, For God has not given us a spirit of timidity, but of power, love, and discipline. That one is huge. Not a spirit of timidity. In fact, he's given us a spirit of power, love, and discipline if we choose to use it, knowing that these are traits of the titan. I recently listened to a podcast called Warriors and Wildmen. I have a link to their uh, to their podcast on my show notes. It was interesting. They covered an article, and I have a quote from that article, and this is from a group of uh, psychologists. Okay, and they're 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 not unknown psychologists. These are people who are dictating the direction the world goes as far as what's pathology and what's not pathology. Okay, and here's what they had to say about traditional masculinity. You and I, guys, okay? And here's the quote. The main thrust of the subsequent research is that traditional masculinity, marked by stoicism, competitiveness, dominance, and aggression, is, on the whole, harmful. That traditional masculinity is, on the whole, harmful. That is you, They're talking about you. Now, maybe you don't consider yourself a very masculine male. Well, maybe you need to get into your scripture and figure out what masculinity looks like. A lot of people like to paint Jesus as this this baby in a manger or this laid-back dude, and he was those things. He's also the guy that went into the temple grounds and turned turned tables with a righteous anger, which I might add was not a sin to him. Righteous anger was not a sin. The link to that article is also in my show notes. Read it. That's the direction that they're pushing. That's the direction that your country and the world in general is pushing for the education of your sons and your daughters. That everything is so the same, nothing is unique. Men, we are titans. I have been struggling, yes. And I need to put that behind me. I have been negative. I've been cursed with realism. I'm a realist, which means that I tend to take a realistic look at things. Realistically speaking, we are titans. 
realistically speaking, we can accomplish all things. We as Christian men, if indeed the Spirit indwells us, have already conquered. We already belong to the winning side. We already have overcome. We already know that Christ has toppled and that we will stand victorious. Why then would we be anything less? Why would we allow all these small things to get us down? Why the worry? Because we're being groomed and we as men are allowing it to happen. Yes, failure is tough, man. I have had a lot of failures this year, which led to my meltdown. Am I 100% right now? No. But what I can tell you is I'm 100% dedicated to friggin' fixing it. I will not have led those men down the right road only to fall to the wayside myself. I can't afford it, and I can't afford it for my family, for my very soul. If we truly love and care about our God, and we truly love and care about those around us, we must truly love and care about ourselves. Be masculine. Conquer. Do the hard things. Fail. And then get up. Introvert or extrovert, it doesn't matter. Both are strong. Both have a place. Step up. I want to thank everybody for coming today. If you watch live and you want to hear this on, on podcast version, you can find us on my, my platform is anchor.fm. You can also find us on iTunes, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Radio Public, CastBox, Breaker, and Spotify, or any other platform for that matter that, uh, that is a substantial platform. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can also reach me at Mike at the sedatedman.com. That's Mike at the sedatedman.com. Go ahead and visit our Patreon page. If you would like to be part of the fight, you can donate there. There are certain tiers for, for swag there that you can uh, get in on. Or all of the references and things are there that if you want to go check out these articles and uh, the Warrior and Wildman project, uh, they're, a, they're a pretty abrasive podcast themselves which i appreciate but get out there and uh get it handled guys go forth and conquer